right, folks, here we go. It's SportsInsiderRadio.com. Join you each and every Wednesday from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. And we're going to have a fun show today with our good buddy John from JohnSidica.com. Here in Vegas, in studio, Mike's going to join us back in the office back east. And Kenny White's on his way. We got a lot of action for you. An hour fun-filled sports wagering information. We invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 1-800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Love doing the show. It's all well and good even when you're on the phone, but when you're sitting right across from me, it's even better. Uh, you're basking in it. I guess the high is going to be 66 today. You're strutting around. Uh, in a short sleeve T-shirt, I still have the hooded sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm like, hello, how you doing? Well, you're live on Twitter at John Syndicate, right over there. You're live on Twitter, oh, and uh, you're live you on UStream at the Syndicate Insider and JohnSyndicate.com, and everyone can see you in your sweatshirt. I will say, I woke up at approximately seven o'clock, called my kids in Baltimore at ten o'clock, and no said, school. "Why aren't you in school?" And no they started school. laughing. She took the phone, pointed it out the window, and showed me the white world that they live in. She took the phone, made the call. Right. She didn't stall. She accepted the call. She didn't stall. She accepted the call. Then Mike texted me, and he said, it's all fake, like fake news. It's fake snow. He's in the office. And for your kids, it was a Wednesday to remember. Exactly. 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 Oh, that's funny. I said, I have to go to work. She goes, you don't work when you're in Vegas. How lucky are we? Honestly, I mean, we do work. But, I mean, this is, I mean, how fortunate. We say this all the time. I say with all our good friends, the sports book directors, you know, there's long hours during football season. But, I mean, if we had free time, what would we be doing on our free time? We're watching sports. Well, you know, here it's a little different. For me, I I smoke more cigars when I'm in Vegas because the games end earlier. How long does it take you to smoke one of those things? You know, about 45 minutes while I'm working. You know, do you have a? Prefer- I'm like Churchill. I Are always you, go. It's like when you go to that fancy. Usually, it's a Mirage, right? You go to yeah, a Mirage fancy, or a cigar uh, or, or Caesars. Whatever. Do you have like a favorite, or you want? Yeah, it's guys a favorite. I have a favorite. You know, like I have one brand. I have one brand that I smoke. Of course, it's the most expensive brand, but it just happened to work out that way. But listen, <laughs> let's talk about last night fourth qu- before we get into football and upcoming recap. Yesterday, I had to play on the Dallas Mavericks, and if you look at the box score, I think it was like what was it, Mike? It was like thirty-three to. 15 in the fourth quarter what you know the thing is these nba teams they simply stop playing you know they had a 20 can you imagine if you had the opposite side of dallas denver Nuggets? they were up 87 to 67 brian going in to the third quarter and didn't cover that's why you gotta always i get texts while the games are playing well i will throw one at you uh, it was clearly going to go over, but you were on yesterday, right? Buffalo. We right. talked about about that. This is a different basketball team. They're stepping on people's necks. That they're scoring in the high eighties with regularity. Well, here last night, uh, you know, the game's already flown over the total, or you know, it's got it's going to fly over. There's four minutes to go, but they're up twenty plus. They bring the backup kids in, and you know what? Because I think he wants he wasn't being you know like one of these guys, uh, you know unsportsmanlike right he, he had these guys kids come in that i think he truly believes can't contribute even up 20 they were still running because he wanted them to get the experience and they put up more points with the backups when it came in absolutely but one thing i will i got to tell you when you if you play quarter wagers i have clients that ask about quarters keep this in mind on a game like the denver nuggets at home you know the air is thin blah 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 they won every quarter but the fourth quarter so this is a game, literally, of quarters and halves you, in basketball. We'll get to Mike here. I don't, I don't want to leave Mike hanging. But, I mean, uh, we always talk about uh, how much you'll do halftime plays. Correct. Right? But I, I'm curious, in, in the NBA, uh, have you done anything where, okay, I'm going to do a fourth quarter play? Have well, you, yeah. I mean, actually, you could take you could take the Warriors, for instance. They're a good fourth quarter team because they, they don't do anything in the first half, and then they come out in the second half and in the fourth quarter to close, close out the competition. But yeah, I look at that, and especially you can't really pre-wager on that. That's in-game live wagering that's offered here everywhere. And, um, you know, you have to be glued to the screen. But what I, you know, the, what I say is 
when you're when you advise clients to take a game, and this is a more of a message for the guy listening on the radio, shaking his head and stressing out each individual game, which is it's not over literally till it's over. We, you know, we say that, but really there is no point in sitting there staring at your cell phone, obsessing about the score. My phone, when they were down twenty points, you would have thought it was the lock of the century, game of your life. I'm getting blown up, unbelievable. They're down by twenty, they have no shot, and it's amazing. Not one person texted when the game was over and they actually got the cover so the moral of the story is wait till the game goes to zero as we know from the minnesota saints game you literally have to wait till the game goes zero let's say hello to our good friend mike back in baltimore mike uh, the question begs to be asked uh if john's kids have been able to beat the rap on school today um why would he endanger you and make you go to work well i mean it, it like i told him when i talked to him well, i didn't make ago, him he loves it fake. Yeah, I mean, it's it's two inches on the ground. People are freaking out. I mean, I have, I drive a sports car, all-wheel drive sports car. It's rolling through. It, it's like didn't even exist. And people in Baltimore are used to it where, you know, they shut down schools for anything just to get kids not to, you know, endanger them going down the sidewalks. But that's not important. The important part, I'm here. I'm ready. It's a big day lined up. Are you guys excited? Because I'm excited. No, we're excited. I, I will say this, though. You are the guy that scares me because – the guy with the four-wheel drive and, and, and the big truck, he's walking around like, Yo, oh, you know, I'm driving in the armored truck here, and I've got the four-wheel drive. I got news for you. Four-wheel drive doesn't stop on ice. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, so and, you, and Mike is leaving the part about that we have the we, – we've met, spent many of night in the office when we expected serious snow because it happened. the storm happened to come on a Friday night, and you had all that football Saturday that was still going to play. We just – camped out in the office it was you got to do what you got to do in the east coast all right mike listen we get to uh the championship games here on sunday uh what also will transpire uh is there are a multitude of props that will be available in all these games obviously when we get to the big game there'll be in excess of 300 props uh but as we look at these games let's just talk about the numbers for starters uh if anything it looks like the jacksonville numbers come down a touch um, where it's locked on nine, and there's even a handful of eight and a halfs out there. We're we're pondering that if there was the chance you might see tens. It seems like maybe that ship has sailed. If anything, it would looks like it might not be till game day. Uh, total there is forty six, forty six and a half. Um, but what were your early impressions of the numbers um, side and total in the Jacksonville New England game? Well, I mean it's it's pretty accurate. Um, you know, with New England playing as well as they have at home and. Their defense in the second half of the season has been outstanding. Everybody was giving them a lot of, uh, you know, basically they weren't able to stop the run early on in the season, and now they've established a core group that's not its not the big-name guys like year after year, but they're stopping the run and they're, they're making teams pass on them, which Jacksonville, their primary goal is to run the ball. So this is the type of game, if it goes up to 10, which I assume it will, based on you know the public is always betting on New England no matter what. Like look at the line last week; it was thirteen and a half. So being in the, I, I just can't believe an AFC Championship game is this lopsided. I personally believe, and again, we don't have a play on the game, but you know Jacksonville blew their load last week. The momentum doesn't carry you over as much, considering they're they're the type of team that needs to establish the run. And I just believe that New England has, well, especially Belichick has the proper scheme to stop that and take those key players away like Fournette, and they're going to make Blake Bortles beat him, which I just don't believe he's got the talent and the talent around him on the outside to be able to beat Belichick and his scheme, you know, on Sunday. Well, I can tell you this, John. I mean, you you would probably be doing a cartwheel because I don't know that you would have the faith in Jacksonville – but if Jacksonville ever came out and had a lead at halftime, ah, it, forget it, it. You, you, you would be um, you'd probably doing the polar bear plunge I mean, on New England in the second obviously half. Obviously, I took New England when they were down 28, whatever it was, in the Super Bowl in the second half. And, uh, yeah, you look for that spot. I mean, if you really want to take the value on the dog side, you if they're going to hang with them, they're going to hang with them in the first half. Um, so you could really just – Take the take Jacksonville, but you know again, if you're getting less than seven in the first half, it's really not a good play. By the way, you're not you now. You're live on Instagram. You're live yeah, on the, how do Twitter. You, where do you're live things, on where UStream. 
They keep coming. How many phones do you have? They're all they're recording broadcasting devices. I love that Sportsbook Radio shirt, so I figured we'd throw you up to the masses. That's amazing. Do, as, as the show progresses, will more electronic implements be employed I'm, here? I'm deciding. <laughs> I'm deciding. How many more you got? To, Mike, when he leaves, do you ever, do you ever watch him pack? No, I mean, I've, I've traveled with him before. He's got a separate briefcase suitcase just for the electronics he's got no clothes but he's got a whole briefcase and a suitcase of just electronics all you need is a t-shirt and a pair of shorts here in vegas no matter how cold it gets <laughs> all right let's go to the other game <laughs> you're amazing minnesota philly locked on three now but three minus 20. oh it already moved huh well it's three minus 20 so i think three and a half are probably still in play uh but pretty much across the board now we're seeing minnesota three total on the game 38 or 38 and a half um, you know, I, you look at this game, and you got Keenum and Foles, uh, but the one thing you got are two really good defenses. And uh, you know, sometimes if, if it looks too easy, it's not. But I mean, it stands to reason. This is a game where it's played, well, I mean, played between the twenties, and you know, getting it in the end zone is going to be pretty difficult. The advantage there is no clear edge in this game. I mean, it's so tight. I mean, it's literally a coin flip. There's no way that somebody could come in and say, you've got to take the Eagles at home because they're getting points. And we talked about this yesterday where if they're getting points at home in the NFC Championship game, you just got to blindly take it if you're just going to not look at any statistics. But uh, we talked about it this entire season. Minnesota is the top-covering team out of all the teams. They're coming in on, you know, they're the team of destiny. They came in off that miracle, um, the purple miracle is what I'm calling it. The purple and miracle, that's okay, yeah. It's all right. It's a, you know, just came up with it. But, uh, you know, Philly at home, Foles has had two losses overall as a starter. Yeah, it's a different coach this year than he's had in years past, but he knows how to win in Philly. He, he's just done well did enough. You, did you guys happen to see the tweet, Mike, from Philadelphia Eagles' official tweets? Did you happen to no, see that, Brian? No. I could not believe they tweeted this. Home team dog, eh? Question mark. Oh well, no, they're embracing this. I mean, like they, 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 they like, like the they, kid long, like they're like saying, like, oh no, aren't you supposed to take the home team dog? I was like, whoa, no, no, the no, actual no, official well, Twitter no, feed. The, the one kid long, right? Uh, the the, the post game interview. He's in. He's on the field, and as he wraps up the interview, he puts a dog mask on. No, I mean this is this is like they're they're embracing the line. Is, they know they're the underdog. Oh, yeah, yeah, this, exactly. this is a circle the wagons and. Uh, 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 Mike, they, they they are flat out telling you they know uh, that people don't believe they're the right side. And, and they're embracing that as, as part of their calling card. Well, of course. I mean, they've they've been plagued in the playoffs with all those years with McNabb and them getting to, you know, getting to the one time with Terrell Owens to the Super Bowl and just couldn't close the deal. So they have the team. Their team is very good. But just to touch on what you just said, that dog face mask, um, a good friend of mine, his mother's their diehard Eagles fans, they said they went on Amazon after the game, right? and they could not find one dog mask. Oh, I, 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 so basically what now you're telling one. me, I would would it not stand to reason at the link this week that there, there'll be 20, I mean, you know, yeah, but how big the crowd's going to be, say, if there's 50,000, 60,000, there's probably going to be 15, 20,000 people wearing these dog masks at the game. 100%. It's going to look like a, a crossbreed between the Cleveland Brown Stadium and Eagles fans wearing Eagles jerseys with the with the dog masks. All right. Uh, and again, and as we speak, I mean, you know, you said threes are kind of the number. Um, then you get three minus money or three and a half plus a nickel. So, well, you know me, I'd rather have the three and a half. Yeah. Well, it depends which way. Well, that gives you the option right there. I and mean, there's an option for you. Regard, exactly. You will, because as you say, sight unseen, right? Exactly. You will never lay the three and a half. Never lay the three and a half. All right. We're excited to have Kenny White with us in studio. Jumping on board, SportsInsiderRadio.com. Hello, Kenny. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. Might as well be snowing here in Vegas where the drivers here drive in this valley. It's I, awful. I think they it? think there's snow on the ground. It's it's so bad in the construction on Jones. I'm, I apologize for being so late, but it was construction zone after construction zone. And How about when it rains here? When it rains here. And oh. I'm on, oh. well, I, worse. I, well, I told John, I, like, I, I came screaming in like Joey Chetwood two minutes before the show. I missed every light. You know that was that was more me than, but boy oh boy I, it, I honestly, 
Drive so, careful out there. Kenny, it's what we were talking about when you walked in is on the official Twitter feed of the Philadelphia Eagles. They're embracing that they're the home team dog. I could not believe they put out home team dogs, right? Question mark. <laughs> Can you imagine the official Twitter feed of Philadelphia embracing that they're the dog? Talking about the spread, basically. Well, well hey, the NFL's Everybody in, knows. The NFL's Everybody knows. in Vegas now. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we're what? Days away. I mean, the, and did you guys we'll, we'll happen to see, see what the ruling's uh, going to be? Off topic. Did you guys happen to see the your local paper here? They had the front page. They said if the law, if the Supreme Court goes down, there's going to immediately be 18 of the 32 uh, states that the casinos here already have interest in uh, in those 18 oh, states. Being without, yeah. right. No. So I mean, you know, it's it's this upcoming football season. You might look at be, me being able to go to. MGM in Potomac, Maryland, and wager on sports. Well, we, Kenny, for many years, have been involved with various venues that were you know, working towards this process, and now it's going to become a mainstream. People always had the the concern, well, what impact would it have on Vegas? And the answer is next to none, because people were still betting on the games in all these states. They just weren't doing it through you know, legalized channels. Uh, if anything... Uh, all these, uh, all these states or whoever's going to be in charge of these things, what are they going to do? The majority of them will turn to Vegas to be kind of the guiding interest in this. There's no doubt, and you're right. It's not going to. It's not going to affect us. Everybody thought that casinos being built in Atlantic City in the '80s was going to affect Vegas, and Vegas would just go away. Uh, it didn't happen. And sports betting, we're only one percent of the overall handle in the world right now, anyway. Yeah. Even though we're the betting capital of the world, we're 1% of the sports market. But it will build on us because, you know what, more people will now start to bet. There's there's so many people out there betting already illegally. Um, well, they're not, they're not betting illegally. They're, they're bookmakers illegal, which it shouldn't be. Um, but anyway, they're betting, and they're betting millions of dollars and billions of dollars right now. And you know what, that's just going to make more people comfortable about wagering because it'll be legal. And that will bring more people to Vegas on those big, important weekends well, I, of, of you know March Madness, Super Bowl, yeah. kickoff of the NFL season, all a, those weekends. I'm having a brain cramp, but the, the, the state record for the Super Bowl, you know, it's, it's like a it's a minuscule fraction of, you know, yeah. billions are bet on the game in, in the, the entire state of Nevada. 120 million? Yeah. It's, it's, or 140 million, I think, was last year. Somewhere well, you know, let me say this. It's this last Sunday, as I said yesterday, was Mike's. 35th birthday and I took him to the Horseshoe Casino to the Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse and we then walked through because I told him I had a Baccarat system it's called losing Um, and um, did you have a foie gras no, he had the His beef. He had, called losing. He had the beef Wellington. Um, oh, well, but we were we were in the we were so here we are in the sports in this sports bookless casino, right. and my TV my back is facing the TV, and it's the last play of the Minnesota Nolens game. And well, for a place that has no sports betting, they sure had a lot of sports betting going on a in of, terms. A lot of people had an interest in. What let me happened. tell you something. The place exploded. Yeah, like oh, we didn't even have it. to get out of our chair. And uh, then we walked through the casino, and this is what I was going to tell you guys. I don't know if you noticed in here. This is the main casino downtown Baltimore, Maryland. It's next to the M&T Bank uh, Raven Stadium. The place was empty. What do you think, Mike? It was like dead, completely empty, except the one penny, one cent slot machines. And it was like a place to hang out outside of the cold. And really, really barren until you went into the high limit rooms where you have a lot of people who are playing Baccarat and Blackjack, but really, they need sports. These but, casinos well, have to at, be hemorrhaging money outside at, of Vegas. Out of curiosity, though, in a place like that where, obviously, it's not even a focal point, it's just non-existent, right. but how about televisions in the property? How many of the televisions in the property were showing sports? The, every television in the yeah, property was showing sports. Right? <laughs> yeah, you so, know. What's, what's amazing, though, you just mentioned, though, you're talking about sports betting in the casino to bring more people in, but, see, Vegas has made the change. They would never allow sports betting on the they, – they did on the phone, but so many executives said, we don't want that. We don't want people betting on the phone. We want people to come to our casino. Mm-hmm. But now they've changed, and everybody's got an app, so sports bettors, they don't even need to go to the – casino anymore right just which is cash, amazing. cash and fun that's it well, that's it, it. Very, that's it. very briefly i mean just a, a quick tale uh, that we would throw out there i came out here in 2005 to work with you kenny uh over at uh, lvcd or at lvsc <laughs> hello hello our buddy vinnie Mayler at lvsc and you know this was the odds making firm here in the state of nevada now right when i got here you had gone when you got the company you'd gone from 90 clients 
down to 31 clients because of the consolidation of the industry where a property would have all of a sudden, uh, you know, a, a Boyd or, you know, pick, pick one, would have six properties. So basically those six properties became one, and the consolidation of, of, of the industry, it, it took the ability for people to go around and shop for numbers. That era ended. Now, with the mobile apps, and then you've got standalone books, but everybody's got a mobile app, the era of being able to shop for numbers, uh, be it the, the games themselves or halftime wagers or whatever it may be, it's returned because of the phone. Well, it's, you're right. That's very true. With as many books as there were at one time, there were so many middlers and just crazy and people just running from book to book. Guys on bicycles riding around town to get from book to book just to see the different numbers. But with the consolidation, there's basically 10 numbers in town. And then, you know, the invention of the Don Best screen. Um, everybody's on the same page. Very rarely do you see any numbers off more than a point now. Right. So here's a funny story. Yesterday, uh, I have my apps on one phone here, obviously, that I registered that phone with, and the battery died. So here I am in traffic. It's 3.30, and I'm running to the book because i got to make the plays in person. Oh, the wrong phone went down? The wrong phone went down. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm looking for the app. It's all the apps on the Uh, one phone, and I'm like, oh, it's 3.30. Uh, and I'm literally like old school, running, running from the, the, the minute I could find a place, any book. And then, of course, if I win, then I got to drive back to a book that I don't really want to drive back to. We've all had that experience. You're stuck in a book and you just you're meeting a friend and then you walk over, you make a wager and you never frequent that place. And then you got to go back to the book, hopefully, if you win. But yeah, that so technology still has its limitations because I didn't have an 800 number that I could call with those apps to place those wagers like you were talking about, I still had to stop what I was doing, get in the car, and drive. But, Mike, the sheer volume, as Kenny mentioned, the Don Best screen, I mean, you sit there and you, you look at your screen, uh, and the myriad of numbers and, and places that are out there, and then and, and in addition to that, the various offerings that are available on every game now. It used to be, okay, here's a game, have a nice day, the game starts, and see what happens. Uh, but once the game starts, it never ends. I mean, there's in-game wagering now, too. Well, and we just discussed it about 15 minutes ago with NBA. I mean, if you're just going to make a flat wager on the NBA before the game starts, don't even watch the game for the last four minutes of the fourth quarter. There's no value. While if you're actually monitoring the game in real time each quarter, we've made a lot of money on Golden State in the fourth quarter this year because they just hang around, they let teams hang around, and then they just win in the fourth quarter, numbers always pretty soft, but we could take advantage of it. So we literally monitor these games until the last game goes to the last quarter. Before it was just half times. Now with all the different multitude of lines out there, we can monitor each quarter, especially in the NBA, and just cashing in hey, all year. Hey, Kenny, since you're a line maker here, and you're, I'm showing you my phone, I had, I had Dallas yesterday, and clients were hate texting me down 20. And then obviously you see they lost every quarter till the fourth. What do you think? What do you think? It's just legs in the thir- in the fourth quarter. I mean, to get blown out and, and they st- they get lucky and win, but I get the cover. Yeah, a team can get tired. Well, the Falcons got tired in the Super Bowl. They were dead tired, and the Patriots well, I, weren't last I year. I think so. also. I mean, well, okay, the Falcons. I mean, you could look at uh, Minnesota last week. Um, they're in complete control of that game. Keenum makes a really bad decision to throw the pass. Just take the sack. You're in yeah. control of the game. Yeah. But it's a combination of all of a sudden the other team gets a little bit of life. Then the other team starts to play the clock. That's always the thing that drives you nuts, and especially when you're sitting there with the backdoor cover and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, when a team is sitting there just killing an offense, they're, they're just, just lighting them up. And all of a sudden now the team starts to slowly, methodically go down the field and scores a touchdown. But that team's mindset is, well, they scored, but it took them five minutes to score. Had they not changed anything, they wouldn't have scored. You're right. That's very true. Uh, Teams change. It's just knowing the coaching. They're going to change their tactics to uh, being more conservative now because you have a lead, going to a prevent defense. Um, when you are on defense, different things like that. It's it's, it's all coaching. You got to follow them. College basketball. I've got to follow each coach when they start to foul. You know, I was watching a game the other night and I forgot all about it. I had Florida State over and and uh, their coach Leonard Hamilton has no idea when to foul. His team's down seven points with two minutes to go, and he decides we're going to play defense. Well, forty five. 50 seconds later, they're still down seven. He finally fouled with 50 seconds ago. He wasted 70 seconds of basketball that he could have had a chance to get back in the game to win the game. Well, let me just throw one out there. 
watching the Eagles game. They won, but when Peterson kicked the field goal from the there at the four yard line, he takes a timeout. He's deciding, should I go, should I not go? Well, okay, whatever. You're not going. Take the five yards. Is this kid going to miss a 19-yard field goal? He takes a timeout. Yeah. There's six minutes to go in the game, and they're ahead. And I'm like, that is the stupidest thing in the world because you're telling me that the situation may not arise, that you're going to need that timeout, and they needed it. They needed because it. Because Atlanta, end. at the end, he needed the timeouts on defense. Had Atlanta scored because he did that stupid thing, They'd have got the ball back with 30 seconds left as opposed to a minute and 40. These guys can't think 10 seconds into the future. It's oh, I, unbelievable. Oh, I agree. I thought the same thing. And, and and most of these coaches are making these horrible decisions. There's not that many good coaches out there. And you know what? I'm going to say it. But every time I look at a college coach and I bring up his resume, he went to Whitewater, Wisconsin. Or he went to Hubunk, Uh-oh, here's the hate Hobo, Hoboken University. It's just amazing that... None of these coaches actually went to a big-time school. They all went to small little schools, and that's because they weren't great athletes. Most of these guys really don't really they, – they think they know the game, but they really don't know the game. It's, it's, it's just so bad. It really is. There's not oh, many good coaches out there. I, I, honestly, and I, real quick, how about the end of the game? The last guy oh, on the field that you would have thought would have made a bonehead play like that. How about Antonio Brown? When he cut yeah. up field with 25 seconds to step out of bounds – you still need the field goal touchdown, and an, and he cuts up in up field. Yeah, game over. Yeah, I mean that's the last guy on the team you would think would make that stupid play. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, I, we've seen him make some great plays too. That uh, but, you know, smart plays, but they do. I guess they do. You get in the heat of the game, but it, it's surprising how many bad decisions there are. I just I could just write them down every day, one after another, and you see very few really great decisions well, to a degree. I mean, and real quick on this, and then I want to get your take real quick, Kenny. Uh, on the football games, uh, get your opinion on the numbers. Uh, we'll take a break and then we'll come back. We got college hoops and all kinds. His of His cool opinion, stuff. though, you still have to call him at one eight hundred three five six five four eight four at oddsxfactor.com to get go. the game day decisions. Right, Kenny? That's right. Um, when you're sitting here looking at a side, and, and to me, I'm Kenny. I mean, and you know, people, these two games, you don't necessarily. We always say, hey, there's a lot of games that you don't have to play these. You know, everybody's going to jump in and they're play these games. Just to the discussion we just had, if you're in doubt, you know the determining factor should be look at the coach. I mean, at the at the end of the day, I mean, I, you know me, I get on my soapbox that special teams is never factored into a wagering line. If a team's always winning the field position battle, that over the course of many games it will have an impact. But the coaches are there every game, Kenny. And if if I'm sitting there at the end of the day, I know I got Belichick versus Marone, um, and we know that Zimmer is a straight-up an ATS monster going against Peterson, who just made some mistakes we were just talking about. At the end of the day, I, you know, if, if, if I were in doubt and I'm going to walk up to the window and play the game, I think the coach could very well, if not should be, the determining factor which way you go. There's no doubt you have to factor in the coach. Who's going to be prepared? But you also then have to factor in the time and how much time they had to prepare, and maybe the weaker coach had more time to prepare in a well, certain situation. here's a perfect example. Real quick. Last week, what did we talk? We did this show last week. And Atlanta's playing great guns. Everything, you know, life is, look at them, man. They, what did we talk about? It's so, such an intangible thing, but they had to fly home cross-country and play the first game of the weekend. And, you know, when push comes to shove, if you're telling me what ended up being the difference in the game, even though there's no way to document it, I would say that was the difference in the game because that would have been the, one of the main reasons to sit there and saddle up with the Eagles. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100%. I think they were, they were a little bit tired from travel and you know maybe a little underprepared, especially offensively. They weren't prepared for the Eagles' defense, that's for sure. So it, it, all, it all, every minute counts for these guys, and the better head coach you are, the more um, you can get done. Bill Belichick, he gets done more in one day than most guys get done in five days. All right, real quick, give me a read on the numbers. New England, 9, 46 and a half. Uh, thought it would come out 10, 10 and a half because it is the Patriots. They are at home. Jacksonville celebrated like they won the Super Bowl after beating the Steelers. And um, New England was, you know, in the third quarter thinking, well, how are we going to beat Pittsburgh or Jacksonville? You know, that's they're, they're just ready for the next game all the time. They have the experience in this situation. And we know Belichick's going to take away Fournette. And Blake Bortles is going to need to win the game 
for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the way it's going to go down. Jags money surfaced a little bit this morning. Um, if it happens, it likely not till the weekend, if not game day. Do you do you think tens reappear at all? Oh yeah, ten. Yeah, 10. well, it's down to nine. Yeah, it's I know. Down I to think nine and eight and a half. I think it'll go back up. I think you're going to see tens. Okay. Yeah, I think you're going to see tens on this game. All right, Minnesota three minus twenty, handful of three and a halfs out there. Total in the game thirty eight and a half. And three is going to be the a solid solid number, and I think you'll see the total drop a half point or go down to thirty eight. Defensive game, both teams, that's their strength. Uh, we're going to bang on both quarterbacks because they both have very little playoff experience. Um, not going to bang on Case Keenum as much as we are going to be Foles, but Foles will have a lot to prove. And Foles might have one of the better weekends of any of the quarterbacks last week in the, the round. He actually threw for more yards per pass than Tom Brady did. The only thing Foles didn't do, he didn't get it in the end zone. And uh, just to, I'm looking right here. If you, you see that, Kenny, what's the new line on the New England game? Uh, eight and a half's out there. Yeah, exactly. So now it just dropped. Why? I mean, literally. Okay, that's cool. Uh, we're going to take a time out here on Sports Insider Radio. We're coming right back. We've got John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Kenny White, Odds X Factor, Brian Blessing with you. We're going to come right back, take you to the top of the hour from Las Vegas. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. All right, folks, back with you, Sports Insider Radio. Go to sportsinsiderradio.com. John's got his TV station up and running. 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. Brian Blessing, Kenny White. John from johnsyndicate.com in studio. Mike's with us back in Baltimore, Mike, and we watch the college basketball menu each and every day, and there's an awful lot on the menu. Well, it just keeps going on and on. It's basically, it to me, it's it's no different than a college football Sunday in every single day of the week. So there's so many spots with you know teams that aren't in the top 25, not the Dukes, not the North Carolinas. You could find a lot of value in teams like Loyola, Chicago, and Evansville, when they're at home, obviously they're not a good road team. But it's just so many spots that we just take advantage of day in and day out that, that make this season, this is the best time of the year. Well, and I would say this to you, Kenny. Uh, it's conference play. So 
there's a different animal in play now, and that's familiarity. Coaches know each other. The kids know each other. Then there are situational opportunities. Uh, Lon Kruger, I mean, so, well, let's go past tense here. Uh, Lon Kruger's got an Oklahoma team that's just playing lights out, number four in the country. Well, they go, and you're going against the K-State teams, lost three or four. Life couldn't be rosier for Oklahoma, but you get one of those weeknight home nationally televised games and literally a terrific basketball team just goes walking right into a buzzsaw and there there are going to be opportunities like that the rest of the way yeah there, that's and there was money on k-state yesterday and that's that's a tough travel i was looking that up yesterday again to refresh myself it's an hour and a half flight to kansas city from norman but it's it's also a two-hour bus ride then from kansas city to manhattan or you just take a bus straight from Norman, four and a half hours right to Manhattan. So I'm not sure what they did. I'm going to guess they just took the bus instead of trying to do the bus. I'm going to I'm going to guess if I'm paying for picks, I want to know about the handicapper that's analyzing the travel routes like you just did. Yeah. I mean, how do you know all this stuff? Well, well, Even Mike says when we're, I'm in Baltimore, he goes, he knows every stat, every train. Every, <laughs> I mean, you just well, came. You just came. I'm going to start telling guys on the phone. If you want to know how long the bus ride is, subscribe to Kenny's VIP plays. Well, you, you have other, to know. Well, absolutely. Well, the other thing, absolutely. I mean, not, not only the travel, sometimes crossing time zones. Right. When you, you, you gain or lose an hour. Uh, what do we talk about? Just one hour. You With, lose an hour. One of the, you'll remember the game. It was, it was one of the, it was such a blowout of epic proportions when, I mean, I guess people always consider this angle, but when these things became really more mainstream. Do you remember the college football game? It was about 10 years ago where a great team went all the way across the country and got absolutely emulsified. Well, Cal went to That's Maryland. That's the one. <laughs> Cal, Maryland. That's exactly. Was Cal that good? What was Aaron Rodgers? The, the, the it was early in the season. It's like the first month. Cal was like, you know, murdering people. Yeah, yeah. They went there, and I think Maryland just scored again. Right. It was and, a 9 a.m. Pacific was, kickoff, so now, noon Eastern. But now it comes to West Coast traveling east, but the body clock, and they're playing a breakfast football game. But the hidden nuggets with the college football, like you're talking with bus trips, NBA teams, NHL teams, it's not just the fact that, oh, they're traveling after a game or they're playing three games in four nights or five games in eight. On top of traveling, they could be losing hours in time zones. That even, oh, yeah. even squeezes it even tighter. It's so important. Uh, and just that game right there, I mean, I'm looking at it going, this is a really difficult travel for the team who's ranked fourth in the country, but I, I don't have them ranked fourth. And even ESPN's doing a better job. They've got an analytics guy that he's got them ranked like 19th, and that's more realistic of where Oklahoma's at right now. But you're the fourth team in the country. That's all K-State sees. They're looking at number four Oklahoma coming in. They were fired up, ready to go, and they actually withstood a nice Oklahoma run late in the, se- late in the first half um, and then uh, hit a couple threes to go up at halftime and then just destroyed them in the second half. And some of the other things, I mean, just, again, how important intangibles are, Kenny, and, I mean, your power ratings are second to none. Uh, there has to be that human flair, A, making a line, B, making a power rating, C, making a decision. I mean, here, college basketball. I, I don't even have it in front of me. I, I would just say this. How about Philadelphia. You know, when you get Temple and Villanova and LaSalle. Oh, the and, big five. And the big five, and they're all playing in the palestra. Yeah. You know, don't, don't even look at it. Just play the well, dog. Well, you know, Mike is the one that takes the calls of the office. For instance, if somebody goes to oddsxfactor.com and wants Kenny's plays. Now, Kenny, I'm looking here. You went 2-0 last night with the New Orleans Pelicans plus the five and the over 147 in the Clemson game. Um, the question is, are, how many ga- people call Mike and they always ask, how many games do you average per day? So give Mike the answer. I say there's no average. You're looking for opportunities, right? Yeah, no, there's no average. It's 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 all what's out there. Uh, if there could be there could be five games on the board one day, and might not find a play, but there may be twenty plays on the board, and may not find a play, or you may find ten plays that day. It all depends on the line and other people's perceptions of the games and the the things that we're looking at: the travel, the weather, the the matchups, uh, the time off, and uh, all that kind of stuff that you're landing in the. Coast. Coaching well, tendencies. So you you were three and zero yesterday. Your VIP play was Louisville plus three. So is that people always ask? Is that when the, the when the, you have a dog like that or the New Orleans game plus the five? Is it the wrong team is favored or you're just getting value on the line? Um, I, well, a couple things in both those games. First of, uh, I was against Boston because they were coming back from London. 
Got um, it. They were, I, I think they were tired. They won the game. A, a great comeback. They were down, I think, 18 or something to the 76ers. They come back. They win by 12, a 30-point turnaround. And now they're coming back to the U.S. And the, the Pelicans are a team that's got great talent and can step up every now and then, but they're so inconsistent. They'll lose to the Sacramento Kings or the Utah Jazz because they're just not ready. But I thought they would be definitely ready for the Celtics, and that was the reason why I was on that game, the the underdog in the, in the college. Um, Notre, Dame's, Notre Dame's missing their best player. He's, he's out for you know four to six weeks. Um, they did get Scott Farrell back, their their guard. Not Scott Farrell, but I can't think of his first name. But Farrell, uh, really good shooting guard. He came back for the first game. But I think that's a negative sometimes because they played three games without him. They played well. But Louisville's defense is awfully tough. I just didn't think Notre Dame should be a favorite um, without their best player. He, he's a he's actually, you, you'd laugh, but I think he's worth seven points to the betting line, the most of any player in the country. So you rank each player on the impact of the line, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. How much they have to to to, to their team? You know, now, what, can people, I ask you guys an off-topic question? Where were you guys when the Minnesota uh, Nolens game ended? You, Brian, you, Kenny, since we were in, in a, we were the, the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Vikings game. I was at so, uh, Sunset Station. So, how was the crowd there? Uh, about 120 people in Club Madrid. Uh, we do our our football watch parties. We'll be there again for Championship Sunday. Um, I would venture a guess. 90 of the 120 people in the room all said the same words. I think I think everybody said, "Oh my god." And I I I said it. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I, I was like, that, first of all, I, I that, that play well, and where, where where were you, Ken? I was in Smith's uh, supermarket. I was, <laughs> yeah. aisle, I was, I was in aisle 9. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just checking out. But, but you know, I mean, I, here, here's what nobody talks about in that game. I, I Okay, the kid blew the tackle. I get it. I've said this forever. I've only seen one or two teams do this. In a situation like that, it's a linebacker, a DB, and a safety along the the, the sideline, both sidelines. That's six guys. Three-man rush. The other three guys are back at the goal line. Protect the sideline. They flooded the side of the field, Kenny, with three, a tight end and two wide outs. The kid missed the tackle. Can you please explain to me why were there only two white shirts there? Yeah. No, I, 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 it was so horribly defended. The kid is getting pitchforked. Why was there not a supporting crew there? I, I see why the kid's getting pitchforked. He, he, he made a freshman high school mistake. He was worried about he, hitting him early and giving him a field goal with interference. Yeah. That's why he did it. I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying why wasn't there... <laughs> why a guy? The yeah. last line of defense. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... Crazy play. It's probably the and, and, and let me ask you this, Brian. If you head over to the Insiders game to get Brian selections, yesterday I was noticing there were six NHL games. Four of them went under, but you were one and zero with the over in the Rangers Flyers game. So, do you look at trends on overs and unders as a whole, or you, each game is each game and current form and matchups? Philly and New York are, are up tempo, uh, and specifically when they get together. But I think the last two games. Uh, Philly uh, had lost 5-2, and I believe the other game was 4-3. So they were scoring, but they weren't. They were just uh, abysmal in their own end of the rink. And Lundquist is not uh, the, the King Henrik that he's been in the past. But those two teams generally uh, you know, play that brand of hockey. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, listen, the game last night, uh, that was one of the most exciting games of the year, Vegas and Nashville. And it's a one nothing game. Uh, yeah, I got news for you. They could have scored a dozen goals in that game. The goalies were spectacular. That's the thing with hockey. The goaltender's the great equalizer. And how are you doing with NHL, Kenny? I know you said you were rocking and rolling last month when I was here. Yeah, no, NHL's been good. It's a sport that I finally caught on to. I mean, everybody said for years how good a betting sport it is. And I've really never had any really great years with it. But this is probably the best year I've ever had in the NHL. And, and what's interesting is I met a, a guy yesterday at one of the places here, and he's a professional better. And I said, you know, you're a Vegas native, basically, after 15 years. Have you jumped on the bandwagon? And he goes, I have. I can't do it. It's too much work with college basketball. He won't well, even touch it. I, I would throw this out there, and, and, and Kenny can speak But you can get this. him by calling Brian. But, well, but I would just say, uh, Kenny can speak to this. Uh, and out here and in Kenny. Vegas, it's a different animal now simply because there's a team here that's extremely popular and people are a they've been printing dough playing on these guys 
uh, out of the gate, but they're paying attention to the league, and the sport has been the biggest winner that there are fans of the game, and the handle is on the rise. Uh, But I will say this, uh, I've always maintained, if you were ever going to find chinks in the armor in terms of numbers that were put on a board, hockey was your game. Um, A backup could go, and it wouldn't even move 10 cents to the over. To me, it should almost automatically be a half goal. Both backups would play sometimes, and it would not adjust 10, 15, 20 cents to the over, Kenny. I think, I think honestly, I, I think the odds makers uh, have done an, a much, much better job uh, in terms of maybe you know keeping tabs on that stuff these days. Yeah, there's no 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 doubt. I think that's, but you're right. There's a lot of spots where they they don't they they. They miss the backup, well, or they don't know what the backup's actually worth. Sometimes, but the other the other reality of it is, in in the grand scheme of things, it's minuscule in terms of what overall handle is and limits on games and all these other things that go. Yeah, it was almost like it ain't gonna kill us one way or the other. Right. <laughs> Although that's you're right. But you're I'll, right. I'll throw an example out to you here. The books have been getting billy clubbed because people just playing Vegas. Play in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, right. No now, now, they're making them pay. Yeah. I mean, they were a $2.20 favorite against the Rangers. That's insanity. Uh, yet Edmonton coming in here, playing Vegas off a bye, was plus $1.85. So the one night, the one night that the books around here were going to get some of their money back turned out to be the worst night for the Golden Knights to lose because 6,000 Oilers fans were at the game. Oh my goodness! It's the biggest visiting crowd that was here. Is that right? Oh, it was a, it was a sea of orange and blue. Wow! So the one night finally that they, they pay, made they inflate the price and people pay the golden nights, but the visitors got an army here and playing them plus a dollar eighty. So the night that would have been great for the books turned to be like, uh oh. Let me ask you both some. Since Mike and I live five minutes from Towson State University and we follow that team and we see lines on those games, are you guys? Do you make bigger plays on UNLV in the Valley? Like, you know, tonight UNLV's on the board. They're minus uh, seven and a half against New Mexico. Do you follow? Do you guys actually physically go and watch these games? Or is it kind of like just it's another game on the board? Um, well, it depends. It just depends on how much information you have and how far the line is. But you bring up Towson. I was trying to get UNLV to hire this guy, Pat Scary, okay. head coach. Maybe I pronounced it wrong. But he started his first year in 2012. They went 1-31. and 31. Wow. 1-31, and 31, and this guy's changed the team to 18 wins, 25 wins, had a bad year with 12, then 20-20, and he's 13-6 and six this year. This guy knows how to coach. The only problem was, I think he's in his mid-60s, close to 70 years old now. But I want to throw something in. This is, this is playoffs. Jacksonville and New England, okay? All right. Um, New England's got a great pass defense. Everybody knows it. But... I rate each quarterback out, and I give each quarterback a rating. The average rating quarterback the, the, that they went against this year in my system was a 12-and-a-half. The average rating quarterback in my system is a 14. So they played 1.5 points per game under mm-hmm. the quarterbacks they faced. Andy Dalton, bad year. Ben Roethlisberger twice. He had a great game in the playoffs against them. Horrible game the first time. Blaine Gabbert. Deshaun Watson, no experience. Deshaun Kaiser. Jacoby Brissett twice. Jared Goff. Jimmy Grappolo. Joe Flacco, terrible. Josh McCown. Marcus Mariota twice, who we know had a bad year. Phillip Rivers. Russell Wilson. TJ Yates. Tom Savage. And Tyrod Taylor. They really played a, a, a who's who of quarterbacks that are nobody, you know, isn't he? Mike, in the he way. stuns you every week, doesn't he? I can see your face right now. I visualize. He looks at me when you're talking. And he goes, man, now they're playing Tom. Now they're playing Tom Brady. They gave up 460 some yards last week, and now they're playing Tom Brady. New England's defense, the average quarterbacks they played against this year, 15.5. And remember, the Patriots, the first four weeks of the season, gave up 132 points in four weeks. They only allowed 14 points per game the last 13. That would be the number one defense in the NFL over the last 13 weeks. The Patriots. Wow. Defense is number one in the NFL over the last 13 weeks. And what counts? Current form. Yeah. Well, is it not amazing, though? I mean, when you sit there and go, New England, another opportunity. Tom Brady literally going against Keenum, Foles, (laughs) It's such a huge advantage for the Patriots right now. I mean, that's... I don't know what the Super Bowl line is, but... Uh, it's AFC minus three. That's it right now? Yep. Oh, my goodness. I, I think the game's going to end up being... If they destroy Jacksonville, which they should, and they're at home, the, the game could be seven, seven and a half. 
So let me ask you, would you have bought the half a point if you were laying five and a half in the Minnesota game, or is that not a key number for you? Or you just like, No, no key number, no. No, you just would have lost, and that would have been it if you had them. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's a hard So, you know, oh, what, what, what I want to know, are you going to get to work on women's luge? I'm working on women's college basketball. <laughs> I mean, listen, he, listen Kenny was on fire in the WNBA last year. When's that season start? That's coming up pretty soon, too. In Vegas, we have a team in Vegas now. We have a WNBA exactly. team here yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh, and the other thing would be, uh, right, when, when the, we get towards the end, college baseball is something. You college baseball is another one I love. Just so, you know, that's another, that, that is where, you know, I've, ha- I've had a lot of success with college baseball. The problem is not a lot of people take it. Even the offshores limit the, the handle. More people are taking it now. Right. More people are taking it. And I was amazed last year. More people put totals up in almost every game last year. I was very, very surprised. The only problem is it's such a short schedule. You just don't have a lot of games that you can bet because should, it happens so quick. They should put lines up on Mike's weightlifting regimen. <laughs> Sports Insider Radio, you get hold of the guys, 1-800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. And then the other thing, uh, real quick, I, maybe as we wrap this up, and, and Mike, uh, if you get involved with this, uh, when we get to the big game, believe me, there are countless opportunities, and virtually everyone's going to have them up. Uh, you can break that big game down with props, and I know Championship Sunday there'll be props. I was surprised. You said on the way in, I heard it, you said there'll be 300-plus props on the Super Bowl. You're way behind the times. There were over 400 props last year at the Westgate. 400. He made it to four? Yeah, he made it over four last year. There might be five. Well, right here, I I will say this right here on uh, uh, KSHP. uh, We'll be doing our Super Bowl prop show uh, Friday, uh, the 26th, when the sheets come out. Come on over, Kenny, swing by for that, and uh, we'll be there the following Friday as well. Uh, But we invite you to check out 800-209-1679-800-209-1679. SportsInsiderRadio.com. You get hold of John and Mike. Um, always good to be with you guys, man. I, we get, uh, Can we stay on for another hour? Oh, knock yourself out. You keep talking. We'll keep listening. Okay, cool. That's, I mean, that's fine. John, well, John's got the TV and radio station in his oh, briefcase. Yeah, I can, I can just we'll, talk to we'll record it and play it somewhere. I can but. talk to his phones. Exactly. We're going to post some videos now. All right, folks. We invite you to check it out. SportsInsiderRadio.com. 800-209-1679. Mike, have a good one, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, guys. All right. Thanks to uh, John and Kenny. I'm Brian Blessing. Thank you for joining us on SportsInsiderRadio.com. Sports Talk and more, 1400 KSHP, North Las Vegas, and at KSHP.com.